Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome to Pod Talk, short conversations with indie podcasters, which are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. My guest today is Jason Teary. Welcome, Jason. How are you this morning? I think we're in the same time zone. Yeah, we are. I am doing well. It's a beautiful morning here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and uh, I'm, I'm happy for the warm weather. Mm, amen. The weather in, I'm in Eastern Pennsylvania, has been disconcertingly gorgeous. Like I keep waiting, like where's the tornado or the hurricanes? I, I get nervous when it's this nice, but my wife right. is telling me we need rain. <laughs> yes. A little bit of drive right now. Yeah. Um, a mutual friend of ours who did on a previous episode with me said, you need to talk to Jason. And I'm, I'm, my answer is usually like, absolutely. Whenever anybody says that. So thanks for dropping in. Yeah. Um, the, uh, people who listen to the show know I pause a lot and it means I can't decide what to say because there's too many. I'm like a kid in a candy store. I think what I'm most interested in is your perspective, viewpoint, input, comments, anything you want to share from the, I'm going to say behind the scenes part. So the post-production work that you do, you've also got a lot of experience in front of the mic, which obviously people can hear. Um, but I guess the place to start is, <clears throat> um, I'm just going to jump like right in because we've been talking beforehand. When you're getting um, tape recorded stuff from people that you're working with, how do you get through like, oh, this could be so much better. Like there's only so much I can do here in post-production, but this could be so much better. Like how do you balance the urge to like go and coach them? Do you, or do you do that? Or like, oh, I'm just going to edit it and pff, that's as good as I can make it. Like how, what goes on in your head in that space? Yeah. I offer the, my clients coaching as part of, I mean, I can't just, I, I don't charge for that. I charge for my time editing. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say, oh, you need to pay me an additional amount a month, but I try to coach them because honestly, a lot of these new clients, they've never been in front of a mic. So a lot of my coaching mm. is mic placement, um, where you're recording, you know, those kind of things. Um, but yeah, I do. It, it depends on the client. I have one that I, I can be aggressive on the editing. I'd be like, oh, that sounds like dog shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, and, it, and it's not something <laughs> yes. that's like, it's not judgmental, perfect. but it does. No, but, and I usually tell her, I, I'll be like, Hey, just to let you know, at this time I cut this out. It just didn't flow right. But I also have a client that doesn't want me to do any of that stuff. Like I am, hmm. it is all just ums or, you know, coffee cups or anything like that. So, Background noise. but it is hard yeah. for that one. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. You know what I mean? Mm. But I, but again, I do try to give feedback almost every episode, like, you know, Hey, just let you know, I'm marking this explicit because you use six F bombs. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> but then the next one, she, you know, you just got to let them know, like, and they're like, yeah, I'm fine with that. So no, it, it can be hard not to cut stuff. I like the more freedom because my goal is to make them sound amazing. And so if I can clean up some some fumbles that really don't make sense, then I I just go ahead and do it. So Yeah. There's there's so much okay, there's so much in there about, <clears throat> you know, I could say, Oh, what as people like me who are on mic, I'm gonna resist the urge to go, Yes, I'm in a hot room. I should treat the room. <laughs> but what what are things that you see that are like the, you know, the Pareto principle, the 80, 20, like if people would just do the, this one thing, like it would fix mouth noise or people need to pause more or like, are there, do you find that there are like some, you know, histogram there? Oh, these are some big common problems. Or is it really just like every person on the mic has got different ticks and problems? 
I would say that. I mean, you talk about treating the room. That's the that's my biggest complaint is the echoing of the room. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, these these no, your sounds great. You it's, must have it's carpet pretty, there. Uh, I'm standing on a piece of carpet. Here's here's what it sounds like. This is what the room sounds like. Like you oh. can hear it's a, it's a little hot. It's, it's not a, bad though. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's my biggest complaint. Cause they're in a, they, you know, a couple of my clients are in California. There's not a lot of carpet. So they're in mm. aisled rooms and there's nothing around <laughs> Echo uh, box. Mouth, <laughs> mouth noises. Aren't so bad. I have software that I can take 90% of those out. Um, but no, it's just, they all have a unique challenge. Um, I guess my biggest complaint is getting episodes on time. Honestly, like, my new oh. contracts I need to say if they're not here by this date, I'm charging 50 bucks just because I have a oh, life. Because too. they, because you, um, so do you also usually do the publication part of it too? Like what I would call yep. the systems administration. Oh, right. So then you're, yeah, I get everything there. The, all they need to provide me is the audio and their show notes. The rest of it uh, I do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're under the gun for like, it's supposed to go out on Tuesday at 10 and you send it to me at nine 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. It's going to be late. So, have um, you ever done yeah. any shows um, yourself or worked on production? So, the stuff that I do, I gave up on schedules in the very, very beginning. I couldn't get the stuff out the door. And then I had someone on my team and I said to her, Your job is to hit me with a bat so that this goes out at 10 a.m. on Wednesdays. And she was like, Okay. You know, <laughs> um, and, and now I'm just like, Screw this. I've given up completely on scheduling. Um, so any thoughts on, have you done any shows where you haven't worked on scheduling? Or haven't worked I on haven't. a schedule? It sounds oh, amazing. Dude. Oh my God. It's it like sounds crack amazing. It's but I mean, ever. I don't think it's I, like, you know, you know, all the tricks in the trade, you've heard everything. Consistency is key for gaining an yeah. audience and keeping an audience. You know, there's so much to listen to. If you just, you know, don't, don't post for three weeks, yeah, they're going to be like, off. Yeah, you fall off. So it, it all depends on what your goals are. I like your attitude on a lot of your shows where you're just like, eh, F it. Like, I'll throw it up there. If they listen to it, great. I had a good time. That's all I care about. I don't know if that works for my brain. That's that's part of the problem. Uh, well, problem or good thing. It's good for my clients, right? Because I'm very strict on like making sure it sounds as yeah, good as I possibly can. But and it's and I'm just that kind of person. I'm more schedule oriented and stuff like that. But there there can be stress, and I am also pre, um can be a what am I trying to say? Procrastinator. That was <laughs> words of the um, sentences putting. <laughs> I always say I'm a podcaster. I can't even talk. Um, that I have a client. She gives it to me on Wednesday. It's not due till Monday. But there's Jason Sunday afternoon editing because it doesn't take long. It's like less than <laughs> yeah. an hour. I'm like, why didn't I do this early in the week? I could have my Sunday afternoon off, but no, mm. but it's, I, I, it'll be damned if it'll ever be late. It'll never be late unless I'm in the hospital. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, um, what do we call that? The, the, I always call that the work ethic. Like I have a, yeah. a personal stern taskmaster and my work ethic is probably, uh, unhealthy. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like you have that, that problem, but for me, it can really be a thing to be like, this has to get done. And I recorded it with Jason and you know, I'm already like thinking, I'm like, I'm this paper I'm writing on is a checklist of what to do in post-production and like, it's, yeah, you know, it's simple steps, but you know, do this and do that and get it out the door. And nobody knows that I'm like the people who listen to the show. And there are a few people who are like rabid. It appears they hit play. Um, but they have no idea that I'm recording right now. And, right. and I think I have, when I take the time to remind myself, nobody knows that I'm making an episode. I might even end up deleting this. I don't know. Let's see what Jason says at the end. <laughs> so nobody knows, Craig, if it doesn't go out until, um, 
all days are blurs day to me. <laughs> it's uh, Wednesday. If it doesn't go out until tomorrow, well, who cares? Um, so it, I really found it freeing to move away from a schedule. But you're right. I believe I have completely torpedoed any chance of having a popular show. And I'm just like, okay, I mean, maybe. Well, no, you didn't. You can get, always get back on track. There's hey, always, now, I'm off track. <laughs> No, I'm just saying like, you can be like every Wednesday, this is coming out. I don't hell or high water. Yeah. I mean, and there's so many other ways to, to become, um, beholden to a schedule without actually killing yourself. Like you say, I'm doing 12 episodes, 12 Wednesdays. And that's the end of season one. When I realized you could do seasons, which have been around forever. When Craig realized that you could do seasons, we were like on this Wednesday schlog that our team was like struggling with. And then I was like, Hey guys. We could like just stop in November and call it the end of season. And, and actually, I went, shit, this should be the end of season three. And I went and I re edited them, like, you know, the, the oh, did feed you? entries. I put them all in seasons. I'm like, hey, let's stop oh. and take a break. Um, so there's so many tricks. You could be like, let's just call it seasons. Let's, the seasons are 12. Uh, so um, have you, have you had different ones of your clients want to do different things with seasons? No, but we actually did that with Threads, my podcast that's retired. Uh, I, when I got a new host, I was like, let's do seasons. And we didn't relabel anything. We just went January, February, March, took April off, May, June, July, took August off. Like just, we did three months on one Uh, month off, three months on. And, but we didn't relabel anything, but we always let our, let our, you know, listeners know, Hey, this is, you know, this is last episode for the season. We'll see you in a month. And then we would go like, we had Patreon too, but we would like turn Patreon off for that next month. Like we wouldn't charge anybody. Mm. And then we, dark dark Ooh, like that's the do. moral high road nice <laughs> yes i'm not gonna charge people if i'm not gonna provide content for them you know I'm just like, <laughs> i do not like it was a huge patreon i think we had like five people but still yeah. i'm like i think i have yeah. seven yes exactly but but i think those people are okay with helping me pay for the ongoing hosting fees to run they the- <laughs> probably would be but i just i would feel so guilty like i've had i've had people bill me for a month because I, of course, as a fan, I am, I'm spent 20 bucks a month on Patreon for different shows, yeah, but they've think not about it. done don't. anything. And I'm just like, whatever. I don't care. I love you guys anyway. So it's the creator's mindset. I think if you, you know, people listening us, you, me, if one is the type of person who thinks of what we are doing right here, right now as creating something, then anytime we know that somebody is creating, we know they're creating, even when it doesn't come out, it's like in the back of their head, they're working on those episodes. So I think that if you have that creator mindset, then you're, you're thinking about it the way you and I do. Um, yeah. and maybe other people don't think about it that way, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm trapped in my first person. Does anybody else have the experience that they're stuck in their own head and everybody is out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask my wife. Oh my gosh. I start having conversations with her because I've already been three minutes in my head and she's like, wait, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, sorry. Let me sorry. back up. <laughs> You're missing the tape. Here's the tape. Here's the playback. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah There's so many fun things about uh, like having the chance so that my train of thought is about how having somebody who is not in your head can really help you break out of trains of thought. So having yeah. a chance to talk to, I'm, I'm trying to lure somebody, I'm not going to say their name, I'm trying to lure somebody to help me start a show, the 15 minute thing that I was talking to Jason about, right? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to lure somebody into starting a completely different kind of show that I haven't done before. And part of what excites me is the opportunity to 
I want to say partly sucker punch somebody into podcasting, but get them interested in it so that I can get a fresh mind. Like they're yeah. not going to have any of the preconceived notions. So, um, do you, are you generally working alone when you're doing like post-production and or like, do you have, I'm going to say cohorts in crime, you know, as a joke. Yeah. I do have a partner in the business. Um, he doesn't do any of the post-production or anything. He's just kind of, um, he helps with like the taxes and he's yeah. a business owner himself. More like so a silent partner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's never been part of that at all. Like if, if I got sick and he had to edit, it's not going to happen. I, I got it. I got a guy that I subcontract for. I actually do some editing for su- another editor. Hmm. Um, I was like, Hey man, if I get sick, he's like, yeah, no problem to send me the file. So yeah, it's uh, like but a no, I, I, I don't, um, I don't have a lot. I'm in a couple of groups uh, that I communicate in. Uh, I bought this program, I don't know, a year ago, went through it with a guy. And then um, he created like a whole community online and didn't charge for the people that like believed in him early. So I have this whole like 20 people mm. and he's so he's been so helpful. Like I can message him. He is on the West Coast. So the timing is a little weird, but um, that's where I get a lot of my ideas and stuff and things of like. I was just on an hour call with him on how to, what do I need to do with my business to, to make it pop more, you know? So, um, but yeah, I don't really have anyone in my like real life, like where I talk to yeah, every day. That, bubble. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. That really knows anything about podcasting at all. <laughs> yeah. My wife is this, I mean, she probably knows more about podcasting than she would like to know about. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, 100%. we don't. We don't generally talk shop, and I I do also have three silent partners, kind of like that, that um, are involved and are engaged. And um, I don't know if you remember the old Dilbert cartoon where there's you know Dilbert and Wally are like drinking coffee, and a manager appears with a bungee cord on his back, and the manager comes flying into the frame, and he goes, "Hi, I'm your new manager. Real quick, let's change everything before I have to." When the bungee cord pulls him back out of the frame. <laughs> It's like this, you know, he shows up and, and Wally and Dilbert just never move. It's like this new manager and yeah. then it goes away. <laughs> yeah. And I think the people that are involved with me in the business side of it think I'm that. I show up like, oh, I'm going to talk podcast, we're thinking about it. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm gone. You know? And then they're just like, yeah. Uh, something. What just happened? Do you need money? What's going What <laughs> Was yeah. that a question? You know? <laughs> I need a check. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but I, I, you know, going back to the creative side of it, um, I mean, we could, I could make a talk shop about post-production all day, but, but going back to the creative side of it, did you always think of podcasting as, cause you really agreed me, agreed with me when I said it's a creator's mindset. Did you always think of podcasting as being creative? Like, you know, go back to when you were a podcast consumer and you're listening, mm-hmm. were you thinking, dude, these people are creative. And then there was a transition for you where you're like, wait, I'm creative. And then you made the thing or did you like. I, I love the creativity part of this. And I'm wondering if there was a mindset shift for you around the creativity part. Yeah, I'm going to break your heart because I don't feel like I'm creative at all. I don't think when I listen to podcasts, I didn't look at as them creating. I mean, because like I'm listening to shows like this, you know, like me and you, we're not, it's not like a storytelling podcast, you know, or a crime yeah, podcast. Unstructured. Yeah, it's not structured. So it's just like, I didn't look at them as creatives. And even when I talk to my wife, I'm like, I don't feel creative. And she's like, but, but you are like, you're talking <laughs> yes. and you're thinking yes. and you're creating like things. And I was like, eh, I don't look at it like that. I just look at it like I'm having a conversation. Um, now, when I edit, I feel like I'm more of a creator there because I'm creating this 
file of like it was horseshit at the beginning, but now it's less horseshit. It's still horseshit, but it's less. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I call what you guys do sculpting. Let's elevate oh, the sculpting. language. Sculpting. Here's a block of marble. Oh my God. Somewhere there's something good in here. Chip, 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 chip. Oh no, you give yeah. us too much credit. Okay, horseshit. Horseshit. Now, I, I always tell my clients, like, uh, what is it? It um I'll have to think of it, but it's a saying like it, this is um you give me a pile of shit. Oh, that's it. You can give me this pile of audio that's a pile of shit. I can polish this pile of shit, but it's still mm. gonna be a pile of shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like <laughs> You know, that's why I coached them on like mic placement and stuff like that. Cause like, it'll make, not only make my job easier, but cause some of the stuff, you know, you can't fix, you can only fix so much. I mean, it's yeah. just, yeah. If they wander know. away, if I wander over here and then it's like wreck it, it's like, that's wrong. Where'd the bottom go? <laughs> well, well actually I can fix that with some software. If oh, it, huzzah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a leveler that runs like full, like during the entire file now oh. it's gonna it can be if you just did that quick like this and then came back it might spike it it you know what i mean there's you too might much oversteer. of a delay yeah. yeah but if it was like all of a sudden you know the mic went away like this and <laughs> for the most part if it's yeah, not sometimes you can save it. the software will help that a little bit so that's kind of the secret there's a lot of software on the back end which a lot of it i don't know i i mean it takes i mean when you're talking like you're a surgeon with the software like yeah. that takes just like anything it takes a lot of practice and i don't have a ton of that so most of my software is just a blanket piece of software that does the whole file instead of just like you know trying to mm -hmm. get this that's what like I do. A, uh, auto levels ook, ook, you know and then yeah <laughs> but i meticulously go through a lot of like if i hear a mouth noise and it didn't pick up with the software i will cut it like i oh. will not just let it go I just won't do it because it's just a pet peeve of mine is mouth noises. I do not like my brother-in-law calls it stirring mac and cheese. Ooh. <laughs> and he says, uh, oh, no, make it stop. It. Um, but I've just learned to ignore it and I keep a glass of water. And if I need to, I'll yeah. in my head. You know? <laughs> you know what's frustrating? And I don't know if you consume a lot of podcasts, but there's a show. And oh, I God, actually yes. send, send them, uh, I sent them a soliciting email. And they're popular, and I, I actually found them on TikTok. Great show. They got mouth noises on their show. I'm like, this can be solved by <laughs> software and some slight editing. I know you're paying. You have somebody in your There's studio. It's in the credits, it. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, what are you doing? You're not, you're not Joe Rogan famous, so it's like, I don't know. It's just so frustrating to me when people, it, a little bit of work could clean all that up, and it's not being done. I'm just like, come on. Yeah, well, maybe it's an unknown unknown. You might have done them a huge favor by saying, guys, well, you know, I probably a... did. They ignored my email, but maybe they went to their editor and like, dude, what? you know, once you pointed out, like I pointed out, I uh, taught my not taught my wife, but she didn't know what vocal fry was. Oh, yes. Yes. And I I I pointed it out and she goes, I hate you because like mm. now when some people do it, she's just like, I hate you that you thank pointed you for that breaking out. the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> and do, that's the same thing with the mouth noises. Yeah. Those hosts maybe never even realized it because they probably don't even listen to their own stuff because I don't. I edit it and like I'm not going to listen to the finished Ooh, That's copy. a good question. I, I, I will admit that I do listen to my own stuff. I have this wacky way of randomly falling over my older episodes and I'll say two things and then I want to know what your opinion about back listening to your own work is. Um, one, I am 
I'm always surprised at actually how good they are. I'm like, and not most of it is the guest talking, right? But it's like, wow, that really works. And then the yeah. other part is like, I'm still cringing. <laughs> Every time I oh, say yeah. something, it's like, shut up, Craig. So what are your thoughts on why don't you listen to your own work or just no time? No, I mean, well, yeah, that's part of it. I think it's always an imposter syndrome. I had that with my clients too. They're just like, they can't get, they can't start their first episode because they don't like the sound of their voice. And mm. I don't, and I li- even when I edit, I'm just like, I've learned to like, just ignore it. You know what yes. I mean? It doesn't bother yes. me anymore. But yeah, I just don't, I don't know why. Like I already recorded it. I listened live and then I edited it. Why would I want to listen to it to a third time? But it probably is good to do because you may find things that you're doing that maybe your host isn't going to tell you or your fans mm-hmm. aren't going to tell you because they love you and the, you listen to it, which I think I would catch in editing, but just be like, oh, gosh, I got to stop that. Like, why do I keep, you know, I say, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot. Like in an interview, <laughs> I have to learn, like when you're talking, I need to just be quiet. But I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, Jason, stop doing that. But yeah, I think I, I, I just don't want to listen to it for a third time. I, I, yeah, I'd say I don't want to listen. And it's because I feel like oh, I, I heard the conversation live, but uh, I'm just, I'm just saying when I listen to stuff back, I realized I didn't hear the conversation. I mean, like I was yeah. listening, but I, there's the freedom of not having to think while yeah. listening, like, doing this with the mic i you have to think a little bit and there's a lot of you know what i find i use the wrong word but i didn't hear it live so when i'm editing it i was like ah and then no one called me out on it my host didn't like my co-host didn't i'm just like because they know what i meant but it's like oh jason geez yeah did you mean to say dumb coffee (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly yeah it's terrible i get so frustrated with myself when the wrong word comes out but and then i don't even catch it because i'm like talking so fast and excited it's just like where i'm i'm gone yeah yeah there's a lot of energy that you I think good hosts that, you know, you clearly are putting into the breeding, the body language and, and doing other things. Uh, random. Here's a random question. Have you had any experience with people giving you audio that's recorded with versus without video? So I've encountered a couple I've been guests on some shows where they've wanted to turn the video off. <clears throat> and then we literally just like, is that Terry Gross does that record audio only? Like, have you had that? And do you feel like there's any difference in the audio quality? I don't think I've had that myself from a client, but I've done it as a, as a host and I hate not having video. It's oh, so thank God. Hard. I hate it too. I hate it. It's like, you don't know when people are like ready to talk. Cause like, if you, if I see you like open your mouth, I'd be like, okay, I need to back off or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, or just, if I'm going, <laughs> you know, there's yeah. a delay. <laughs> Yeah. Or yeah. If you're like having an asthma attack and you muted, I'm going to fill time while you recover. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. But um, no video is so important. I tell my clients that like, if you're going to just don't record it. The only problem is these people don't understand the amount of bandwidth you need for recording. And sometimes like you, you mentioned New Zealand in the pre-show. I do have a fan from New Zealand in, in my other show. And man, when we record uh, with her, we've done it two or three times. I like, we have to turn the video off because it's just, that one. you know, it, I mean, yeah. You, everyone thinks, yeah, everyone thinks Wi-Fi is great. And I think no, it is. Mostly. No, 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 no. 
wires, wires. Everything needs to have a wire. (laughs) But the problem is these new MacBooks, they don't have Ethernet ports. Like it's Wi-Fi only and everyone gets a new MacBook. And I'm like, do you have Ethernet? They're like, what's that? I'm like, yeah, they make a a dongle. Look it up. Plug in the USB-C. Yeah, no, I'm a huge this. I'm standing in front of an iMac that's on my desktop and it's wired Ethernet. I had to drag the cable through the house and it's high end cable, you know, Internet speed. And um, I do a lot of stuff. But I still have trouble. Oh yeah, stuff still yeah, goes Yeah, I mean, wrong. even with wired. So, anyways, <laughs> cool. Uh, any last parting thoughts? Um, we didn't do diddly munch about domain names. So, first thing I want to know is, tell me the name of the production company because I think I saw you have like a hey, click here for fifteen minutes of free chit chat talk with Jason, yeah. which I think people should do. So, what's the domain name and the name of the production company? It's it's heyguysmediagroup.com, and that's mm-hmm. the name of the production company. Well, there's a the the state says says of Michigan LLC, but we don't put that. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, it was weird. They made us do that. I don't know what it was. I I think somebody had the name or something. I don't know, but, mm. but yeah. I hey guys, link that. That's cool. Yeah. And um, the two shows that the one that is still going and the one that you finished are yes, uh, the Gig Economy podcast that is about gig work. So that's Uber, DoorDash, Lyft, um, Instacart. We basically twice a month, we do a news podcast of like what's going on. And the other two, uh, podcasts are, we interview a gig worker and a gig creator, like on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, just to see, you know, we, they're obviously gig workers. And the second half, that one's usually 30 minutes. We talk about why you create, what sets you apart, what kind of content you like to do, that kind of stuff. Mm. So, uh, that one, you can go to a gig economy show.com. And then the other one was threads podcast, which we talked pre-show. Like I kind of want to go back to it. Cause I miss the conversations. Like, uh, if you build listen to that new. show, yeah, build something if new. You, if you listen to that show from beginning to end, I actually, I went through a lot of therapy during that four or five years. I mean, I am a different person. Like it's, it's really interesting to hear, um, the story on that. But, uh, yeah, that one was threads podcast life unfiltered. So mm-hmm. how long do you think you'll keep that on the internet? Cause it isn't free. It's five bucks a month. I can well, keep I know that people forever. Who balk at that. Okay, cool. And, all right. You've heard it. You're committed. $60 a year. That show stays up forever. I and I will never go to a, a free a free <laughs> one. I'm just not a fan of free things. I mean, I, I am a fan of free things. But I, but I, but I, I agree I with pay. you. Yeah. I want to pay for the things that I'm using because otherwise I'm the product that's being sold. All right, exactly. Jason, it was a distinct pleasure to meet you, to hang out, to chit chat. Um, I do this because I love having cool conversations and I hope that you had a great time. So thank you for taking the time today. Thank you for having me, Craig. This is great. I love talking podcasting, so I'll come on anytime.